All righty. Welcome back, everyone, to Coffee with Big and Little. We actually have some exciting news. We have a website for y'all to go check it out. You can follow our Instagram pages, which is Coffee with Big and Little, and our Twitter, which is Coffee WB and L. Uh, our website is on both of those pages. Like I said, you can check out our website, subscribe down below, and give us some feedback on either Twitter or Instagram. Uh, as always, you have your host here, Tiffany, and your co-host here, Elizabeth. Um, we actually have a very interesting topic today. It's about Kristen Press and Tobin Heath. For those who don't know who they are, I'll actually give you some quick information on them. Uh, we'll actually start with Kristen Press. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but they are known as priests. Uh, Tiffany will get into that just a little bit later, but I'm going to give you all some information so you know who exactly we are talking about here. So Kristen Press was born on December 29th, 1988 in Los Angeles, California. She is currently five foot seven, and she plays for the Utah Royals, and she also played for the Women's FIFA World Cup. She previously played for the Chicago Red Stars in her past, but we're, we're focusing on future now. <laughs> her uh, position in soccer is actually a forward. Uh, she earned her first cap for the sen- yeah, senior national team in February of 2013. Press has made more than 120 appearances and scored over 45 goals, as well as won the gold medal with the team at the 2015 FIFA Women's World Cup in Canada, again this year in France as well. She was the recipient of the Herman Trophy in 2010 and holds the all-time scoring and assist records at Stanford University. That is impressive. Uh, 2011 rolled around and she was named the WPS Rookie of the Year. So this woman is clearly an outstanding and very athletic lady. She also has so much potential that I'm excited to see if she plays in the next FIFA World Cup. And if she does, how well and how focused will she be to earn another gold medal with her teammates again? Now, Tobin Heath, on the other hand, was born May 29, 1988. Now, Tiffany, I don't know if this is a coincidence or not. I don't think so. But both of them being born in 1988 on the same day, just a different month. That's that's creepy, but cool. Um, but Heath, she was born... You know, like I said, May 29th, 1988 in Morristown, New Jersey. She is currently five foot six, and her position in soccer is midfield. She usually plays flank midfielder or attacking midfielder. Uh, but she also currently plays for uh, the pros for Portland Thorns of the National Women's Soccer Team or Soccer League, known as NWSL. You can just shorten it up for that. I'm pretty sure y'all can understand what that means. Um, she is a two-time gold medalist and a two-time FIFA Women's World Cup winner with the rest of her United States women's soccer team. She has also won the t- won two NWSL championships with the Portland Thorns. I know you know this, Tiff, but most people don't. Heath, uh, I describe, and I quote, is perhaps the U.S. most skillful player, and she is. She is a very hardworking and dedicated woman. So, needless to say, both Press and Tobin played for the FIFA's women's soccer team this year and both played beautifully. I'm hoping to see both of them play again in the next FIFA's Women's World Cup. They're both very skilled and focused when it comes to soccer, making those goals and making sure their team wins in the end. Now, I do have uh, the scores of what this year, 2019's World Cup was. Uh, They did play in France. Their first game, they played in Thailand. Or not in Thailand, but they played against Thailand. (laughs) Uh, They ended the game with a score of 13-0, which they absolutely dominated Thailand. And that was probably one of the best games I have ever seen. Tiffany was actually there with me at my house. 
Uh, that was, I think, her first soccer game that I made her watch because that I don't normally watch soccer, but that game I had to watch. First of all, I am Asian, which Thai, but I wanted to see how the outcome would be, and I am proud to say that I am from the United States of America. Needless to say, uh, let me just tell you, Thai people do make really good food, but that does not have <laughs> anything on soccer. Uh, but yeah, Tiffany was there with me. They played beautifully uh, ever since then. She continued to keep track of everyone in the team, and she'll get to more about that. Uh, also in France again, because they played in France the whole World Cup, they played against Sweden and finished 2-0, two, two, which is not too bad. Uh, they eventually played Spain, ending with a 2-1, to one, and then they played France in France, the Iron. And still ended the game with the 2-1, to one. same with England. The very last game, they played the Netherlands and yet again finished the whole FIFA competition, winning against the Netherlands 2-0. to zero. Uh, Now, here's where Tiffany is fixing to come in and explain the whole Preet subject. Because uh, there is a rumor going around that they might, well, Tobin and Press might possibly be together. And if they are, great. I completely, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. I support them as much as I can. Uh, they are both beautiful humans and they deserve happiness in the end, just like anyone in this world. Uh, there's a page that me and Tiffany follow and there's so much evidence that show priests, uh, or priests, wow, <laughs> Keith and Press are very close, whether that's a friendship or actually a couple. Nobody really knows if they are together and it may remain a secret to the world, but thinking that they are together and getting excited about does make it for a fun hobby to keep up with, especially when you really don't have nothing to do on a day, you know? Uh, So I'm going to let Tiffany take over from here and let her explain this whole pre-content, and hopefully y'all can understand it a little bit more. I am excited to hear about this. Like I said, uh, you know a little bit about both Kristen and Press. If you want to look them up on Google, you can. Uh, I highly recommend watching that Thailand game because they absolutely dominated that. But Tiffany, I will let you take the reins. All right. So, um, if y'all um, get triggered by <clears throat> same sexuality, love, anything like that, then I guess this podcast is not for you. But if you want to, you can continue to listen. So, Kristen Press and Tobin Heath. No. Yeah. <laughs> They are two of, I think, the most incredible players on the U.S. women's national team. Like, they, the way they do the field, the way they do um, their everyday life outside of soccer is absolutely incredible. Um, now, there is a lot of speculations on Preston Tobin being so-called in a relationship. I mean, I, I I personally think that there's something going on, but I mean, I could be wrong. Um, Tobin and Prince have um, been seen um, giving hugs a little more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little more together than other players. Now, there is a picture going around of um, Crystal Prince and Rose LaBelle hugging. And there's a big amount of things, but as soon after um, Kristen hugged Rose, um, she went and hugged Tobin. And when I tell you that there was not a single space in between them two, 
there was not any room in between them. Like, right. their bodies were completely touching each other. So, that kind of, you know, sent some speculation to the um, priest fandom, I guess you would call them. <clears throat> so, that's, that's one that's one thing I'm like, okay, maybe they are. Now, yesterday, August 25th, Portland played Chicago at home, and they won 3-0. Um, so, you know, I was just on Instagram, I couldn't watch the game because my cable sucks. <laughs> so, I had to keep up on um, Yahoo Sports on my computer, and I was um, looking on Instagram, trying to keep up with everybody that is watching the game. <clears throat> and a picture had been floating around that press was at Tobin's game. Now, the Portland Thorns will take pictures of um, the players as they're walking into the stadium, getting ready for the game. And Tobin was seen with a um, re- Incorporation. Um, that's their company. I'll I'll explain more here in a minute about them. But he was seen with a re shirt on and black pants, carrying a little green bag. And when the picture, um, when that was kind of floating around with press, it was a picture with the same shirt. He had a black hat on <clears throat> and black pants. So what now, you're saying is they they basically wear or share they, the same they clothes. Matching, I was like, okay. Now, <clears throat> people are speculating that press was there for Tobin. Now, there is a U.S. women's national team game coming up on the 30th. Um, I think it's in, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's in or around Portland in the same vicinity. Um, so, yes, there is a game. Yes. Now, press does live in Portland. He lives. I, I don't know if Tobin and Press will live together. I mean, that would be great. There's because Tobin does live in Portland, and then now so does Press. Press, yeah. But Press. So now they both Yeah, they both coincidentally live in Portland now. There has been some pictures, um, like a video of Tobin shooting a basketball, and another guy is like, he like does like a throw up to the uh, net, and this guy comes and uh, make it into a bucket and then they went the camera went back to the room and it was on Tony's story and then I guess Preston posted a picture of the same room like so that day say that they're, they're, it doesn't specifically say that they are together but you I you mean, can tell that this it's the same room so I feel like they're dropping subtle hints I would actually, I would I mean, it can subtle. be like how Allie and Eflin did it. Eflin Harrison and Allie Krieger, I mean, they came out um, on Instagram. I mean, people speculated that they were together, and lo and behold, they're engaged, which is phenomenal. That makes me very happy to see somebody doing that. <clears throat> so, now let's kind of talk on their um, company. Now, their company is called Re Inc. And the E is backwards on re, so let's not get let's not get that confused on anything. Um, so the company was started with uh, Megan Klingenberg, uh, Megan Rapino, Tobin Heath, and Kristen Prince. Now, the idea kind of came about in 2015 with Megan Klingenberg, um, and then four years later, Megan Klingenberg, 
Megan Rapino and Togan and Prince all decided to like they say, hey, let's get together and let's make this company. Now <clears throat> there are pictures of Togan and Prince and their pictures are they're just something else. I mean, they are making these fandom people scream and shout and die a little inside and all these types of stuff and I'm, I'm well I mean I'm pretty sure like all of them are very close friends now oh yeah in the pictures that I have seen it's normally just you know Rapino press and Tobin you know I've, I've seen a few others with uh what was her name Megan again yeah okay yeah I've seen a few of those with her in it but the majority of the pictures that I have seen is like I said Rapino Tobin and press which makes me feel like their bond is a lot closer than any other bond I've ever seen. I you mean, know, I, I know Klingenberg and Tobin are close because they're on the same team. They do play for the Portland Thorns. Right. Um, Megan Rapinoe plays for the Rain, Seattle Rain, and Press plays for the Utah Royals. So everybody's kind of spread out, but except for Klingenberg and Tobin, they play for the same team. They play for right. the Portland Thorns, as I said. Um, so, their company kind of, like, kind of talks about equality, and there's only one size, one size fits all, so, I mean, there's a crop top, and then there's an oversized skirt, it's for everyone, it's for right. man, woman, anything, so, Alien. that, that <laughs> black, white, American, non-American, anything, like, that, their company speaks so much about like equality and um just speaking on this world to become a better place and they're working on that um they did come out with the company uh before the world cup i think and they're also in a lawsuit i don't know if you know about this they're in a lawsuit for against fifa against fifa or the u.s women's soccer league i think they're it's either both um, <clears throat> they're saying that men get paid more than women in the soccer league, and yeah, I'd be pissed too if I was them. I mean, they deserve a lot more. I mean, the men can't even win a World Cup, but the women, but the women can. They've won two World Cups in a row. Right. I mean, I see where you're coming about uh, the whole equality <coughs> thing, and you're not wrong, and they're not wrong. A lot of people do see it completely, completely different, and I... In my personal opinion, I do feel like, you know, men do get paid more than women should. And it's just because, you know, the whole um, feminist and, you know, people see men as being stronger and they deserve more because they work harder. I don't see that completely true. I mean, but do you want to know something? Kristen Press has gone through so much. Right. And she's one of the strongest people I've ever seen. She goes out and plays her heart out. She doesn't let little things get to her. The men, when they get a yellow card called up on them, <clears throat> they throw a fit. But oh yeah. So you get. I've same- seen I've seen some of the soccer like the men's soccer team. If they judge, they fall to the floor and just pretend like they're in the most excruciating pain. You know how many times I've seen those girls freaking, like they they are go knock they- you out. They will, but the the thing is, like, they don't, like, they don't sit there and throw fit or, you know, 
pretend they're hurt like they'll keep going like they'll get up shake it off and keep going I mean the only time I've actually seen someone get hurt is Alex Morgan in one of the games I can't remember who they were playing but she got hit hard and she, oh, yeah, she we was at your mom's house. We were watching that game. Yeah, and she got hit really hard. That's right, because you were outside, and I was like, "Alex Morgan's down," and you were like, yeah, "Oh like, no, Alex Morgan's down!" Like, and you like come like running in there, and I had to rewind it. I but I mean, she, I she went in there. Yeah, you did, and like she was down for like a good bit, but she got back up, shook it off, and she continued Guess playing, what? and then she continued to play. That, that was her birthday day too, and that's when she actually scored. Yeah. Guess what? Who else scored on that game? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Press. Mm-hmm. He scored a header. And I'm pretty sure they were playing in England, if I'm not mistaken. They were playing in England. And, um, so... That I'm pretty sure... I'm not... I, I think we were playing England. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I just knew... You know, you might be right. I think they were England. I think it was England. They were, they were playing rough. Oh, yeah. England was not having it. Like, or, I, mean, I... Sorry, U.S. was not having it. Yeah, no, we like we ended that game two to one. I mean, it's not the greatest score like against Thailand, but in the end, like we still won the whole FIFA competition. Now, can we kind of touch on something here, right quick? And one of the games, Alyssa Nair, our goalkeeper, it was a PK. So, whoever I can't remember, um, I don't remember the England player, but he. Um, it was a PK, so everybody was standing around, and the girl stopped it to kick, and I was there, and standing there. And I think it was the semifinal. I think it was the, the game before the final. Like, I think it was the game that determined everything. That was, I think, England, because and Netherlands was the final. No. Mm, I don't know. But I was from there this ball and when I say that whole the whole crowd erupted I had to turn my speakers down because it was so loud a listener is is probably one of the best goalkeepers I've ever seen and don't get me wrong Hope Solo is great too but I think a listener is going above Hope Solo Oh yeah, no doubt. But I do actually remember that game. Um, it was England because we were still at the house at mom's, and we were like sitting there with our hands on our head. We were like, "Bro, this team's fixing to kick it," and we. I think I had ice cream. We're not gonna tell my husband that. But (laughs) yeah, I'm diabetic. I'm not supposed to have that. But anywho, yeah, you'll figure out more. But yeah, we were standing there, and we just had our hands on our head, and we're like. Please, God, just block Save this ball. ball. Yes, and by God, she did. She did it beautifully. And I think me and Tiffany almost had, like, a mini heart attack with that. Oh, because, I I had a like, attack. our breasts were just taken. Because, like, w- before the ball was even kicked, we were like, I swear to God, we were holding our breaths for, like, five minutes. And I was like, we should probably breathe. But once that ball was kicked and she saved it, I, I, we just had a whole bunch of a relief come over us. So, okay. I- I'll give it to our goalie. Now, I know this is supposed to be about press and heat, but I'm kind of touching on the World Cup. I mean, this can be um, a token press slash World Cup review. Okay. No, man, so what it kind of is. Let's talk about this, okay? <clears throat> so, the Golden Boot. 
went to Megan Rapino. That's fine. He deserves that 100%. The silver boot went to Morgan. Alex Morgan. <clears throat> the golden boot, or the golden ball, I'm sorry, went to Megan Rapino. And the bronze ball went to Rose Lavelle. Now, Rose Lavelle. Sweet little girl. I mean, not little girl, sorry. That, she's a woman. That girl. She is an absolute incredible, incredible soccer, soccer player. She's probably one of the most underrated soccer players I have ever seen in my life. She scored a goal in the final against the Netherlands. Isn't that... she the one that, like, basically just saved us completely? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. at the time, whenever it was one to one, and I'm pretty sure that girl is the one who scored it and made no, it two no. to one. No. The Netherlands didn't score. It was two to zero. The Netherlands oh, sorry. I was looking at England. My bad. So, I mean, do, do you think Ron Flavell should have gotten a silver ball instead of a uh, bronze ball? I mean, Lucy. I mean, that's uh, a that's a tough call because at the same time, we know a little bit about soccer, but I mean, the people who gave it to her had a reason of giving her that specific one. Uh, it could be for something that we didn't see or completely notice. I mean, like I said, we. We're not experts on it, and you know the people who did give it to her are experts and have probably played that sport before, and you know saw the techniques that she was using. Or her... if I'm not mistaken, the um, silver ball went to Lucy Bronze, I think. He played for. I don't remember who she played for. Um, she's an incredible player too. Don't get me wrong. And a lot of people speculate that she's this amazing soccer player. Don't get me wrong. She's really really good but <clears throat> let's go back to the game that press was in okay Mega Rapino had an injury so he wasn't gonna start in that game press right. was gonna start for her and now after that game they started I think they started press again and if you really think about it press is a very underrated player so many people think that she, I mean, a lot of people think that she's not good. But if you go and watch her in the NWSL again with the Royals. If you actually girl, pay attention to her and, you know, watch some of the games that she actually plays, not just they only or anything like that. The people, the people that say that she's not a good player only watch the U.S. Women's National Team games. You need to go watch the NWSL games because that girl... She's a very back. skilled and, uh, you know, she, she thrives for what she wants. She's focused. She came back, okay, from a World Cup. Her birth came back from a World Cup. She nutmegged this player. And Adriana French. They were playing Portland, I think. I think they were playing Portland. But she nutmegged this player. I was like, oh my god, she's gonna score. She kicked, she's like, in the box. So she's real close to the goal. And the ball just goes right past Adriana French. If I'm not mistaken, it's Adriana French. I think it's the Portland Thorns that they played. But that was just beautiful. Like, this is why this is why I think she should get more recognition. Because who does that? Who scored a goal like that? Right. Yes. Tobin, Tobin is starting to become not underrated now. Because well, people I mean, are starting to notice her footwork and notice how good she is with the ball and 
I don't think it's her being underrated or Tobin being underrated or anything like that. I just don't think people had taken a lot of time to actually look into soccer. I mean, like I said, they uh, describe her as, you know, the U.S. most skillful player. So I don't think they saw her as underrated. I just don't think a lot of people knew who she was at the time until, you know, the FIFA came out and that we won and we started talking about both. Press, Tobin, Alex Morgan, Rapino, you know, those were the names that were brought up a lot. And uh, a lot of people did see her or Keith as, you know, like I said, a skillful player because she is. It's just, you know, you're right about Press being underrated. I just, because not a lot of people know about her, not a, pe- a lot of people see and appreciate, you know, her, her mindset and her goals and, you know, watching her games. But I don't think. Tobin is underrated. I just don't think a lot of people know about her. Uh, so, <laughs> um, let's talk about this. Let's go back to the World Cup review here. So, do you know how many goals they got in the whole tournament? I mean, I'm pretty sure I can count, but take a, don't count. Don't count. Take a guess. Don't count them. Just take a guess. And quit doing the math in your head. Uh, I want to say like 22. 26 goals. They beat an all-time record. The all-time record was 25. So they beat it by one by one goal. Freaking outstanding. Like, they have the most consecutive World Cup tournament wins. They are, God, they are just so good. And let's, we'll go back to Alex Morgan here. He had um, beat the record for the most goals in the game in a single game. Oh yeah, five because goals. when she played yeah, when she played Thailand, she scored five that day. Okay. <clears throat> Let's talk about this. So Alex Morgan. Um, they played England. Okay. And when Alex Morgan scored a goal, he went over to the sideline side and did the little I'm gonna sit my teeth thing. Do you think that was um do you think that was directed towards England? Or do you think that that was just like, people are, so many people are talking bad about me. I'm just going to spit my tea and tell them what I can do. I think, honestly, it was a little bit of both. But, I mean, you have to admit, though, like, they've come a long way. They, I mean, it takes special people to play in the FIFA World Cup. They didn't exactly. just, you know, put a whole bunch of names in a pot and just pull them. Like, you had to be qualified for it. And for her to... And for her and the whole team to make it past Thailand and, you know, um, see Sweden and France and Spain and all of them. Um, I don't think it's really. I don't have a direct towards England. I think it was directed towards the press. I, th- I think so, too. But at the same time, I do think it's a little bit towards England, but not in a hurtful way. Just basically, like, don't don't mess with the U.S. You know, like, uh, we if we could get this far, we can we can kick your ass, that's for sure. And, exactly. you know, the press will say anything about anyone. They'll make up random shit, too. And, you know, for her to do that, the whole sipping my tea is just like, bruh, we've got this. I've got this. We are confident enough. We've made it this far. So no matter what you say in the end, we will still be on top. And the real people who know who we are and actually follow us and, you know, understand where we are and research all this know the truth no matter what you say no matter what you do the real people who know us 
will always be there and stand by our side. And basically, I mean, you're, you're kind of right. She did point to express and basically, like, kiss my ass. We're still at the top. Exactly. Um, so, not only did they win a World Cup, they won the SB Award for the best, um, best women's sport, something like that. They won the, they won an SB for winning for sports. And, you know, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised because I think when the people who are watching the World Cup, I think they had the most views than any other World Cup being broadcasted on TV. Oh, yeah. That, that was just, I was like, I think this World Cup was the most important World Cup of any other World Cup in the history. Just because they just, speak on equality. Uh, speak on- well, first of all, you know, you're right about that, but it is a very important one because we did, you know, go, like you, how you said, it was 25 goals overall. We made it to 26. I mean, it is one, but it, you take it you can get you know that's a very important thing we actually beat that 25 even though it's by one point it's still something we still beat it you know and I mean like I said in the beginning about the whole Thailand thing I have never seen a goal like a score like that in my entire life I can understand you know two to one or something like that but it was 13 to zero that I have never like that was the first soccer team I've actually watched like completely through and actually got into it and like I said they completely and absolutely dominated it so I'm giving totes to the whole U.S. women's soccer team like y'all y'all fucking killed it I've never seen that still baffles me to this day seeing a 13 to 0 like I said I can understand 2 to 1 or 2 to 0 but 13 to 0 that is just mind blowing. That is miraculous. I think it's unheard of until now. Uh, yeah, I just think it's so good. Like the U.S. women's national team is gonna gonna become bigger. And without um, so Jill Ellis, the head coach, is stepping down as the head coach. Do you think there's gonna be a another coach like her do you think they're going to be do you think the U.S. women's national team is going to stay the same and do you think they're going to continue on their winning streak uh I can't really actually say but I do know though like over the time of you know practicing with the coach and you know spending quality time with the coach getting to know each and every one of those players and the players getting to know the coach they all formed a bond You know, it was like an unbreakable bond. And it was heartbreaking to hear that she was stepping down. Like, I'm sure the next coach that comes along will eventually create a bond like that with them. You know, they might even be better. They might, you know, do worse. Nobody can really tell. Um, it's, It's really just about how the coach trains the girls and how well the girls uh, take in all that training and take it seriously, you know, um, I mean, like I said, I can't really say on, you know, if if they'll do better or do worse. You know, it's all really about how well the team bonds with the coach and the coach bonds with the team and how well, you know, the coach trains them and coaches them um, to, you know, do better or, you know, do worse. It's, it's really 
I'm not trying to put it all on the next coach, but I mean, it is about the coach and you know, of, the team. There's a lot of expectations to be met. Like yes, that that's a very very high standard team. Oh yeah. So for them to find a coach that's gonna be able to, I want to say, I guess, be able to meet the standards that the team needs and wants and has. I don't think it's really of wants. I think it's what the team needs, though, because... But they don't need nothing. They won a World Cup. They are going to have their wants on... Okay, I want you to be... I want a relationship. Like, I want a... Not a relationship. Sorry, that sounds so weird. I want a... Um, a friendship, a bond with the coach. So, right. I mean... If you want me to be completely honest... I don't think there's going to be a better coach than Joe Ellis. Now, people got so pissed off because Prince didn't play a lot. And if you think about it, like, yes, he didn't play a lot, but he had a but he had a purpose in the World Cup. He had... He every had every a, one of those women had a purpose in that World Cup. You know, yeah, it wasn't just one... Yeah, I mean, it's not just, you know, and there could be valid reasons for that, you know, maybe their mentality wasn't there, maybe they were injured, you know, maybe, um, maybe they were just substitutes, maybe they were just, exactly, I mean, somebody to, like this, Megan Rapino got injured, and guess who was, guess who put in, Kristen Prince. I mean, the substitutes for that too, I know, like I said, they don't just handpick them from a bowl, like, to be on that team, you have to meet their qualifications. You have to have that right mindset. And, you know, the people who didn't play in the FIFA World Cup or, you know, they, they weren't there by accident. They had a purpose there. And each one of those women should be respected just as much as the people who did play in the soccer, uh, in the FIFA World Cup. Because if, you know, one of them got hurt, they were there to be put in to replace them they had enough qualifications to fit that person's uh you know position in the game you know so i believe all those women you know deserves the respect just like any other women who actually played the game i think i could get the, re- the utmost respect as fucking for men do yeah they really they really play jessica Carter for men do if not harder. If yeah, if not harder. Like I think like way harder. But that's just gonna stay between me and you and our listeners. They play the women there's just something about women playing sports. Like it's like they give it their all. They do. I mean, how else are you supposed to win a game if you don't give it your all? Exactly. I mean, you can't just win a game by, you know, throwing a temper tantrum or, you know, um, faking that you're hurt. I mean, in any sport, you've got to really understand that there is going to be injuries along the way, whether that's track or gymnastics or, you know, anything that you label as a sport. Yeah, exactly. Football, you know. You're going to have injuries, and if you are scared of the idea of getting hurt, then maybe sports is probably not the best fit for you. You know, I mean, you could love sports all day long, but if you are 
scared, like really scared of, you know, breaking a toe or a leg or breaking something or getting hurt in any kind of way, it's probably not the sport for you. You know, you, you can find other things that, you know, make you happy that you can do. You can watch sports all day long and still love (laughs) it, but you also got to find that thing like a hobby or something that you know makes you happy as well that you know you you can draw i mean you can't really get hurt drawing unless you're dumb and you stab yourself with a pencil or something but <laughs> like like i said you you can find other things that make you happy and still love sports all the same i agree i agree so i mean <clears throat> that there's I'm going to ask you something. I don't know if you know all the players on the UF on the national team, but I want to ask you, <clears throat> who do you think is the most underrated player on the UF women's national team? Uh, you're correct about me not knowing every single name on the women's soccer okay. team. Okay, so I'll we'll give you skip, that. We'll skip that question then. I'll, I'll right. have to do a little bit more research for that one. Um but underrated, I think you are right, though, um, as we went back earlier about the whole Kristen Press thing. I think she is underrated because she is a very skilled individual, and she, she, like I said, she puts her heart and soul into it. She doesn't just half-ass it and just like, oh, well, uh, better luck next time. No, she's she puts her all into it, and, you know, whether that's her in the FIFA Cup or, you know, her on her own team, um, you know, she does put a lot of effort into it, and I'm pretty sure all those other women do as well, but I feel like that is one lady who is very underrated and deserves the utmost respect. You know, uh, she has been through a lot, and she still manages to smile her way through everything and just be a positive influence on a lot of people, and, you know... She doesn't go around whining, complaining about some situation going on. No, she deals with it however she deals with it, but still manages to put that smile on in front of everybody and say that she's okay. And even though she might be dealing with something personal, you know, even through training or the game, she, I'm, I'm guessing she puts those hard times like behind her so she can actually focus on, you know, winning this game and putting her all into it because if you if you you know distract your mind with something going on in your personal life it's going to distract you from whatever else you're doing that is important whether it be work or you know sports or you know a lot of those things can distract you and uh, I believe that she does you know focus on one thing that means important that is important to her like in the moment and she she still smiles through it, and I, I give her the utmost respect. You want to know who I think is the most underrated player on the U.S. women's national team and the NWSL? Of course. <clears throat> I'm going to say Emily Sonic. Uh, I don't know if you know who Emily Sonic is. I mean, the viewers, if you know who, or the listeners, sorry, you're not viewing. Um, if you know who Emily Sonic is, you know that she's a badass player. Um. The last game, not yesterday, but the last game before that, uh, Tobin Heath had kicked a corner kick towards the goal. Emily Sonnet just makes it into the goal. Her celebration was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Uh, she actually posted a picture on Instagram and said uh, her caption was uh, when the peak roller hot and steamy. And it was like just the happiest 
freaking smile I've ever seen on a person. So I think Emily Saudi is definitely a very underrated player. Um, I hope she continues to play with the U.S. Women's National Team. Um, I hope she can get bigger. Um, a lot of people do love her because she is, I think, one of us, one of the best people you could probably meet, talk to, anything like that. She has um, Spotify playlist on there. Her, her playlists are absolutely spectacular. They're on point. Like, I love her playlist. Right. Um, but back to her playing, she is a wonderful player. Her and Lindsay Horan. You know who that is? Oh, yeah. She's, uh, she's not underrated at all. A lot of people know her. She's not underrated at all. She is one of the most talked about players ever. I mean, she's a hell of a player. Um, so, I think that wraps us up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that concludes everything that we had to talk about. I mean, we got into, you know, Kristen Press and Tobin and the whole priest subject, but as well as, you know, talking about a little bit of, I wouldn't say everybody, but a little bit of the other teammates who played with them in the FIFA World Cup. You know, uh, I think we covered actually a lot of ground with this whole subject. Uh, I say we killed it. Looks <laughs> like we did. Um, now, so. keep in mind to our listeners, um, not all the information that we have talked about, given you anything like that, we don't, it's not 100% um, true. I mean, we did do some research on it, and if we said something wrong, don't come at us, don't hate on us. We're new. Um, We're just basically talking. throwing out there what we have combined in our research and I mean we wake up every day and we talk about what we want to talk about and we go over what we're going to talk about and everything like that so please if we we try our best for y'all and hope that if our um, information is wrong don't come out of just let us know like hey yeah you know this is a little messed up this is what actually happened we'll be perfectly fine with that Uh, like she said we're still new to this we're still trying to you know get everything all completely organized but hopefully uh y'all did enjoy today's uh podcast we will be coming out with another podcast uh here in the next few days um so i Um, hope y'all enjoyed this tiffany do you have anything else keep up to date on our instagram and our twitter and um our website that elizabeth has wonderfully made today yes um if you do go to our website and you subscribe you will get an email um about the blogs that I upload and um, letting y'all know when another podcast is coming out or what's new with uh, us and the whole coffee with Big and Little. Um, we'll we'll definitely keep y'all up to date. Uh, just like I said, go subscribe. Uh, let us know on Instagram um, or Twitter mm-hmm. about your feedbacks and the subjects you would love for us to talk about. Uh, we will do our best to try to get to everyone's. Uh, if we can't, we do apologize. Uh, but yeah, so that concludes today's podcast uh, over Tobin and Press, known as Priest. Uh, I do not have anything else to say. Tiffany, do you? Nope. I just Alrighty. Alrighty, everyone who is with the coffee 
and with Big and Little Nation. If you have any comments, concerns, or anything like that, feel free to, like I said, Instagram, Twitter, and webpage. Uh, this concludes today's podcast. We hope everyone has a blessed day. Uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Peace.